Welcome to the Wee Warriors podcast, the Japanese-inspired podcast brought to you by the Fish Steaks crew. If you hear something that you'd like to see from this episode, we have the video version on our YouTube channel, Fish Steaks. Thanks for listening. Hello. Hello. Wee Warriors podcast, episode five, I think it is now. Yeah. Uh, episode two of Things to Do In. <laughs> and this episode, we're going to be focusing on Shibuya. Um, we're gonna work our way out from Shinjuku, so should be being literally the, the city next to Shinjuku. We're gonna go with that one. Uh, we're gonna go through the same sort of format. Anything food? We're gonna go th- through the locations and anything food or drink related. We'll just mention in accordance to which one we're on. So, um, with that addressed, does anyone have anything that they'd want to go to specifically first? I mean, I can do, but, you know. Go Feel free. It. Shoot shoot your shot. Alright, so probably the most famous thing about Shibuya is Shibuya Crossing. Um, I feel like that's the thing that everyone... In fact, I, th- I reckon most people that have never been to Tokyo, they've seen Shibuya Crossing. They might not know that they've seen it, but they've probably seen it. It's yeah, featured in it's a bunch f- of movies. It's a lot. It's, it's photographed a lot. Videos. Yeah, everything. It's in, like, all sorts of stuff. Um, so yeah, if you're heading to Shibuya, it's right outside Shibuya Station. You take the um, Hachiko exit, which we will come to later, I assume, because there's more on that. Yep. But you take the Hachiko exit straight out of Shibuya Station, and then you are literally right there. The cr- that crossing over the road is Shibuya Crossing. Um, has anyone made notes on Shibuya Crossing, or do you want me to run with it? I've just like I've made like a I've made a, a bit. List of- movies and stuff it's featured in but like yeah go on so I didn't note that down so before you go watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift because apparently it's in that I don't know I haven't watched it um, <laughs> one of the Resident Evil movies I haven't watched that either um, Tokyo Ghoul it's in I think a couple of times um, and Kingdom Hearts was it yeah it was in the yeah, last it was, Kingdom Hearts yeah. Yeah. yeah Kingdom Hearts 3 Sora wakes up there yeah oh yeah and one more thing there's a Starbucks that like overlooks it, which might be a good place to go and chill in to watch the crossing. Get yeah, if food. you don't want to cross it, maybe, or if you or if you just want to see it from above, which I guess would It'd be good for cool. like a picture or something. Yeah, so apparently, sounds mad that like a crossing would would look good from above, but it honestly it, it does. Yeah, it's the crowds. I think I, I think there's um, you guys have probably never heard of it, but they, there's a group called Lady Baby. They're sort of like a metal, like a a kawaii metal group in Japan. Um, Their lead singer used to be an Australian wrestler dressed as a maid, but he's left now. But when he was in it, they had a song, and um, I can't remember the name of the song, but Shibuya Crossing, there was like a cool aerial shot of Shibuya Crossing in that song. So if you like your Japanese music, you've probably seen it before. Um, But yeah, so apparently uh, 2,500 people cross it at a time. So it's pretty busy. Twenty five hundred people cross it at a time. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like I knew it was a lot of people. It felt like a lot of people when we went there, but I don't think it was twenty five hundred. Yeah, so that's like a, that's the average apparently of people crossing it. It is a lot Damn. of people though, to be fair. It's big, isn't it? Because it's it's it two crossings. If you've never seen it, it's two in like an X. So yeah. like X gone, give it to you. <laughs> but yeah, it's, if uh, you do bark go, sound like, just, here. Yeah, speak to Speaking of bark sounds, <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> 
if you don't know what that segue was into it is into a uh a statue which we have seen which has a very very uh heartbreaking but also kind of heartwarming backstory too uh and we are of course talking about the hachiko statue now if you don't know what the hachiko statue is or if you haven't watched Martin james's vlog well like we've told you to countless times <laughs> link are in the description uh it is a statue of a dog it was commemorated so if oh, what was the film i can't remember what the film was called was it hey hachi maybe i don't know this one, this one's you in my notes I for this hey I've, I've put jake will tell this story <laughs> <laughs> the great brilliant i think there was a film that came out which kind of briefly explained it and it's basically it's about a guy who adopted a dog um and looked after it since it was a puppy i think it i think it was like an abused and mistreated dog and this very kind man took ownership of it gave it a good life and unfortunately they were like the best of friends um he they would always walk he'd always walk to the uh the train station with the dog to Shinjuku train Shibuya train station with the dog and the dog would wait there until it came back or sometimes it would be at home and it would run to the station when it knew it was going to when the, his owner was going to come back and uh, one day unfortunately the owner passed away I think it was due to cancer um, it was at work and the well. dog never knew obviously um, and so it basically ran away because I think the wife was yeah, the guy was married but I think the wife was kind of depressed and like didn't really care for the dog after her husband passed away so it ran away and it just stayed at the train station waiting for his owner to come back from work every day you know little did it know he was dead but I think it mainly survived there just due to the generosity of the people who would always like treat it at the station like the station staff and just general passerbys and stuff like that so because it stood there and anytime someone would try and like take the dog or move it it would always get very aggressive because it didn't want to obviously leave its owner so in honor of it they built a statue where it used to stand and wait for him so it's kind of heartwarming kind of heartbreaking but yeah, yeah. and they, they also named that exit after him as well yeah. the hatchigo exit yeah so when you have a wall right of yeah. art oh yeah they have like There's a, a weird art wall just yeah, behind it dedicated to him out of the exit on the right there's like a mural dedicated to him and then dead ahead you'll probably see the dog statue because it's like right there and there'll be a ton of people standing around it yep yeah and it's a also huge crowd usually trying to take pictures of it so literally right on Shibuya Crossing basically so mm-hmm. those things are right next to each other yep yeah which isn't helpful because then you've got a big crowd next to the dog statue <laughs> next to yeah. the like two and a half thousand people trying to cross the road <laughs> so but you know it's cool most people try and get a picture at the dog statue before they cross the the crossing just because it's like they have to wait obviously but we yeah, managed to sneakily, sneakily just jump in get a photo dead quick and then recorders stood there talking about it and telling the story as well <laughs> which you can go watch yeah <laughs> again um, links are in the description for mine james's vlog wasn't morgan's mum there or something didn't that happen yeah, uh, I don't. I remember something about this happening, but I don't quite know the story. I was too busy explaining the, the story to to the vlog, and something was happening with Morgan's mum in the background. I don't remember that. <laughs> Didn't someone ask you if someone was your mum or something? Something happened with your mum outside yeah. this dog statue. That's not your mum joke, by the way. Something actually like something actually was referenced in the vlog about Morgan's mum, and we can't remember what it was. 
Oh, I think was someone trying to take a picture, and I was like, ah, oh, I can't remember what it was. I think I was waiting to get a picture Mom? or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Morgan's I just tapped her on the shoulder and went, "Can you take a photo?" Did you get that Brilliant. in the vlog? It, I, I think know. it was in. It was in either mine or James's because I remember <laughs> you two were sorting out whatever that was, and I was telling the story. Oh God. Because we'll then I came off and James story. was like, oh, Morgan's mum's over there. And I was like, what are you on about? What are you chatting? <laughs> I think so, it might I, have I, been... I don't know. Go and watch the vlog for the explanation. <laughs> I think it might have there. been like I was waiting to take a picture for a while and someone like pushed me forward or something. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> it was Morgan's mum. Morgan's mum pushed in front of us so she could get a photo with the dog. <laughs> Let's go with that for now, shall we? Cool. Sounds accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on from the dog statue. Morgan, have you got anything written down about Shibuya? Um, I wrote about Yoyogi Park. Take the floor. Um, so it's a big park. Um, they're known for having like quite a lot of festivals and events and stuff like all year round. So it's worth like if you're gonna go to Japan and go there, have a little Google beforehand, see if there's anything going on, go on that day. Um, there's no admission fee either, so it is just free to like go in and wander around and check out anyone else has anything to say about that I think isn't there isn't that where the there's a shrine in there isn't there yep the John Dream Meiji shrine oh, yeah. yeah isn't it um, and also like when I when I normally go in April they hold a food festival there mm. of a weekend and they which by the way best nudes I've ever had also, nudes, just to be clear for for the podcast, Not are noodles. Noodles. Yeah, noodles. <laughs> Best nudes I've ever had in Yoyogi Park at the food festival. And they also had on the same weekend, which I assume happens every year because every time I've been in April, this has been there. There's like a car festival. I think it's a Mitsubishi car festival. And they have like a bunch of different cars there that you can like test drive or like just like take photos in or take photos of. And they That's have little cool. like mad little stunt show things and stuff like that so yeah stuff is always going mm. on in there by the looks of it we saw an artist there once as well carving a face into a tree which was pretty cool yeah I did read like when I was researching it and stuff it said like it's a cool place to go and just like be yourself kind of thing because it's like yeah. a lot of like artists go there and like musicians and things because apparently like you're not really allowed to practice music in like apartments in Japan and stuff so like a lot of people go to that park and practice music there which is yeah cool. I went there to play Pokemon I went there to raid. That's valid too. <laughs> that sounds that sounds decent to be fair. I can yeah, back that. Cool. Get some good water Pokemon by the lake and then there was a bunch of different gyms there to raid in, so worth checking out. I'll check opening times before you go as well if you do go because I think it said something about like most parks in Japan it closes in the evenings. But sometimes the times are different, so just Did you say it was it was no admission as well? Um yeah, no admission so fee, so it's free to go in. Whether that's changed, I don't know, but it should be free. Again, we should probably clarify this. Like, we should start doing for every video. As obviously, this is our research from what we've experienced. Things might have changed since we've gone. So, I mean, if you're going right now, mind. good luck getting doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Also, the John G. Meiji Shrine. Just to cover that quickly, uh, and this is literally off the top of my head because I was. To be fair, I didn't know whether. Um, I'm, I might be breaking the fourth wall a minute here but I don't know whether we're going to do a whole episode on Harajuku or not but 
Yoyogi Park, like Harajuku's on one side and Shibuya's on the other, and Yoyogi Park's in the middle. So I didn't know whether we were going to cover Harajuku in its own episode or whether. Yeah, I. I don't know. I wrote, down I, stuff I wrote it down for this one, but I was going to see if anyone else mentioned it first, to be honest. So, because it's technically not Shibuya. We'll oh yeah. Yeah, if we, I'd say give it, make it its own thing, because there's cool. a lot to cover in that one. Yeah. Like, true. there's a lot we can say about it. So right. we can well, probably cover that in a different one. Just to quickly cover the the shrine, then, from what I remember off the top of my head, it was to do with and we'll we'll definitely cover this when we do harajuku because i don't know enough about it off the top of my head but it was something to do with sake i remember there was a, a wall full of sake barrels um and then like information on that so that's literally all i know off the top of my head but if you like yeah. sake go and check out the shrine it's out. massive you have to like so. walk around it like um it's a big huge gate and then you go in and then like probably like one third of the park is dedicated to the shrine and you sort of walk around it and it's got information as it goes and like tells you a little story but yeah if you want more information from us on that check out the harajuku episode we'll definitely mm-hmm. mention it there but if you know if you like sake is that go and do a little google find out i've wrote about a shrine but it's got a different name is that the meiji jingu shrine yes okay cool what did i say because <laughs> i don't know it might just add, it might have two names, but yeah, just because I've wrote that Ooh. down. But if we're not talking about it now, then leave that. Sure, but that is it. If it's if that's about sake and it's in Yogi Park, then that is it. Sweet. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that's the shrine ticked off for me. Um, one thing I think you two will probably want to go into depth for with this is Tower Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have a Tower Records kind of just down the road from the Shibuya Crossing. Now, do you two want to take this one? Because obviously, the you're, one you're more aware of the whole yeah. thing than I am for it. One thing I remember from it was I think it was on the top floor. Um, like we went. Oh, in. Actually, first, what is what is Tower okay. Records? James, you do that. <laughs> um, I feel like everyone's heard of Tower Records, right? It's pretty, it's globally famous. Um, but the Tower Records in Shibuya, there's a bunch of them around the world, but the Tower Records in Shibuya is one of the biggest ones I think in the world. It's a record store. It's absolutely massive. I don't know how many floors off the top of my head, but it's like seven floors or something, maybe even bigger than that. Mm. Um, when you come out the train station at Shibuya, like you see it in the sky. It's a big yellow building. It says Tower Records and like red neon on it. Um, so yeah, it's a record store. Every every single floor is dedicated to a different genre of music. If you're into music, you definitely want to go and check it out. Um, not just Japanese music either. Like it's literally everything. It covers all types of music. I remember, like I went there once to get. In fact, I got a baby metal album this year, didn't I? When we were mm-hmm. there. Yeah, um, you did. Yeah, and a, yeah. and a magazine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The baby hammer, the baby metal metal hammer magazine. Wow. That was a mouthful. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, so if you don't know what you're looking for, because it's massive, the reception on the ground floor, you can just ask them whatever you're looking for and they'll tell you where to go and get it. Um, like I said, every floor is dedicated to a different genre. Someone's got like multiple genres in it because there's tons of music in the world, but yeah. Um, but one of the special things about Tower Records is it's not just a record store. They do They hold events there most commonly um meet and greets or sign-ins as well as sometimes um live acts as well 
I know when we were there, there was a, some sort of meet and greet going on. Yeah, wasn't there a performance in the meet and greet? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't so. think we've seen the performance, did we? I've seen a performance there before, so they definitely do. I remember... I think no, I think there was performance because I remember hit, like there was a uh, black curtain sort of yeah. towards the back, and I could hear like uh, music and like an audience kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think when that was done, we like sort of took a little peek around the the curtain just to have a look at what it was, and it was like a bunch of people just getting their um, stuff signed. Yeah, and it was like a meet and greet, a stage and everything. So I think there was like a little performance followed by like a little meet and greet, which was pretty cool to yeah, see. Yeah, in, a, some in sort like of... a, just a normal. It's like going to HMV and just having like some live performance or something, yeah. getting awesome. you know, something to sign there. So that's another some thing, sort like, of like idol group, or yeah, yeah, mm. it was. I, I did take out the leaflet, but I can't remember the name. Um, but like, that's another thing if you do plan on like visiting, have a look on like Google for any events that might be going on there and time it well. Yeah, um, out. speaking of baby metal, I want to say three years ago when I went, it was when Metal Resistance came out, they had an event on a VR event on the very top floor of Tower Records. And it was like you went up. They were obviously selling the album there, and that they had like a photo shoot section where, like, they basically had like a, a green screen where they could swap out different baby metal stuff, and you got your photo taken in front of it. Then they had like a museum, like a mini little baby metal museum, with like all their costumes through the years, um, like their stage show costumes that you could see. And then in like the back room, they had their VR thing set up where you went in, you put the VR goggles on, and then like you were in the middle of like a stage and baby metal performed around it that's cool that's it was sick. pretty sick like and that was completely yeah, that free cool. you didn't even have to pay to enter oh, that God. um it just happened to be on when we were going and i was like De- i definitely gotta go and check this out so yeah did, you, did going, you do it did you like put the yeah yeah i did it it was sick <laughs> that's cool and they had like because obviously there's three of them so they sort of had like one in front and then two behind either side and then you could just like spin around and watch wherever you wanted it was mad it was sick but um yeah if you're going to japan and you plan on going to shibuya definitely see if you can find out online what events are going on in tower mm-hmm. records and see if you're interested in any of them because even for the sign-ins and that i think you've got to go for and sure. get like a wristband yeah or yeah. some sort of ticket to get in you can't just like wander in on the day and go and get a sign-in or something yeah, it, it, do you know what? I'm not a huge like. I just stream music. I'm not really a fan of like buying stuff uh, for music. I just uh, like listen to it, and that's good enough for me. But even going there, seeing the amount of like st- the different range of music they had, like first floor was like all different genres of like European music. Then they had like the second floor, which was all different genres of like metal music, then rock, then pop, then k-pop then all sorts it was mental like oh yeah it's worth going if you're into k-pop because they have a whole k-pop floor (laughs) and it's they've like it's separated because if obviously like if you like k-pop you probably know most k-pop groups release japanese versions of their albums Mm -hmm. for japan specifically so you can obviously get them there but they also have the korean versions as well so yeah, pretty sick. You get like the special editions of them as well can't you things that like come with the collectibles like posters or what are they called? The little photograph books? You always get little photo cards and stuff in well, most K-pop yeah. albums you do. Yeah, so you can get them there as well, which is pretty cool. Because I know most people have to order them from either Korea or mm. Japan. Talking from experience, in, it takes a like, while. Western companies. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, yeah. So definitely worth... If you're a fan of music in general, definitely worth going there. And if you're a fan of K-pop, it's definitely worth like putting it on your uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. 
They always sure. have really cool displays as well, especially oh, yeah. for like the new releases and stuff. They have like um, cardboard cutouts and everything, don't they? Yeah, and like, like TVs showing like live performances, and then uh, I don't know if all like H and B's not still do it anymore, but they've got them listening stations. That's I know we definitely yeah, I was used gonna to say them. that. Yeah, we used to. Yeah. 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 Wow. So you can go and listen to some of the albums to see if you like, if you want to buy that specific one you can just hear what tracks are on it and things like that which is or perfect be, if yeah. you visit in japan because there's going to be a lot there's going to be a lot of japanese music there that you've never maybe you've never even give japanese music a chance or mm. you know but you can see how you feel about it maybe you'll discover something or if you want to be spontaneous yeah. just go pick up an album and buy it <laughs> and then listen to it yeah just pick up a <laughs> random one see how you feel you might get at cool your own, stuff. At your, at at your own, um, mm-hmm. on your at own bit, but you know. I got like a million flyers when I bought my album. Oh, yeah. For like, which I'll get on to. Ah, Alexa's button in. Uh, which I'll <laughs> oh, get on Alexa. to. Um, later, but like advertising like the night, the Shibuya nightlife, basically. Oh, yeah. That is a point, Sweet. though. Um, when I bought, because I bought a 17 album. Um, when they put like leaflets in, I got a picture of JB from Got Seven. If anyone likes K-pop, yeah, yeah. so they just threw in like a little, random little gift, which was sweet. So it's worth going and like. Maybe buying didn't something. someone get? Didn't someone get just like little wristbands or something when they bought theirs? Or am I just imagining that? Uh, don't think I did. <laughs> it might be I a thing they do. That. But... Mm. Sweet, yeah. So Tower Records, slapping on the list. I mean, um, this probably is obvious, but there's no entry fee because it's a shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Unless it's you go into so like one of those events, just you're only paying for what you want to pay for. <laughs> so that's fine. Uh, okay. Next, I've got on my list is um, granted we didn't do this this last time we went, but we're hopefully going to do it this time we go. Apparently, there is a few decent manga cafes in Shibuya. Now. A manga cafe is pretty much what you'd expect. It's like a cafe where you can just go and like read manga. Like they've got a ton of different. It's like kind oh of like God. a cafe with a library, kind of. Except it's like all comics, so they've got like um, pretty much all the version versions and chapters of you know whatever you want. You have to you have to obviously have to pay an entry, and I think you pay based on time. So sometimes you can go for like half an hour. Sometimes you can go for an hour. Sometimes you can go for like a few hours. I I remember seeing one researching, and it let you stay the night there. Yeah. There's one like twenty four hours. Um, you know the one we were gonna go to was that one in Shibuya or not? Do you remember what the name was? I can't remember. I've got Um, the two that I've got written down that were that were here are uh, uh, Sasazuka and Getta Getta. I don't know. Off the top ring a bell now. But I I know like yeah, you can definitely stay overnight in some of them. Like you get a little bed and a tiny little room to yourself. Apparently it's Although, really, compared to hotels as well. Obviously you're not getting like um the same luxuries as a hotel, but apparently it's a really cheap way to spend a night or if, especially if you only go into like Tokyo for a weekend. If you're into mm. manga, why not Doing go and stay in a manga cafe for a weekend? They have at least in the one we were going to go to. They have um like showers and toilets and all that it's communal because it's not a hotel but like it's it's there you've got everything's there for you if you wanted to stay in one 
Worth Although having. I think for the ones that have like obviously toilets probably won't cost because it's just a basic thing, but I think the one I saw is like you have to pay extra for like the shower and stuff. But I think it's like a couple hundred yen. Yeah. yeah. Although weirdly as well, I saw that it was different prices for male and female, so just double check that. I don't know if that's the same with every single manga cafe, but that is strange. In the one I set, saw was it more was expensive? like male. That's weird. Obviously, because it's probably likely that more males read manga and stuff, yeah. I imagine. To be honest, I bet. I bet part of that is it's cheaper for the females because they want more females to go because then it's Pro- yeah, probably. more... It's a more... Popular. Natural environment for a guy to go and meet a girl. And if yeah, there's no probably. girls there, they might be like, what's the point? But, like, if they think they can go and read manga with, with like, single ladies... <laughs> I can't. I must not sing the song. <laughs> Smooth. If you're interested in that, then by all means, feel free. <laughs> I mean, I'm oh, sure there's tons of Japanese judge. guys that are. I'm yeah. talking about like our Western audience. Good luck. Unless you can speak Japanese, good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, check it out. <laughs> as I said, the two I've got written Actually, down that are the most pop. Speaking of that, did they have the ones you looked at? Did they have English volumes or is it all Japanese? Uh, good question. I didn't see. Check that out on Google. I assume you go. they will have. <laughs> yeah, I assume they probably will have English versions, mm. but they might be very limited. I imagine, because it seems to be a very. Um, it's not as touristy as some of the other attractions. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of more <clears throat> their own culture. Definitely worth. I know some of them you. do have them, but yeah, if you if you want to go to one, probably. Yeah, you contact first. them ahead of time or Google yeah. and see if they've got English volumes. Or like other yeah. people's reviews on it or something, yeah. 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 Yeah, so the two I've the main two I've got written down are Sasazuka uh and Gera Gera. Shout out to you guys. Check them out. No you're watching. <laughs> okay. Does anyone? I've got I've got one more thing on my list, but I'm gonna save it for last. So, does anyone else have anything else? Yeah, I've got a couple things. So, my list has run out. This one's gonna be very niche. Go on. But um, if you like football, and ah, I mean, I know where you're going with this. Maybe not even just watching football, but if you like playing football, there is a very famous um, f- football ground. It's not a stadium because there's no teams like ground or anything. So the football pitch. ground, yeah. Well, what it's, is it a pitch though? Kind of. <laughs> on a on a rooftop in Shibuya, it's called the Adidas Futsal Park, um, and it's pretty famous in its own right. It was also in uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which Morgan mentioned earlier. It's right above Shibuya Crossing, so like you could probably even see it from up there. It's um, it's probably another one of those things that you've probably seen it, even yeah. if you don't know mm-hmm. it. If you've ever seen a rooftop football ground in like an Asian looking Tokyo one. setting, it probably was that <laughs> one. Now, unfortunately, like it's obviously it would be a really cool place to like get photos of and whatnot, but it's not free. And I was looking last night into how much it actually costs entry wise, and you pay per hour, not per person. So it's actually not so bad if you're going in a group, but it's five thousand two hundred fifty yen per hour. Um, which obviously is not enough for a game of football so you'd have to at least get two hours now 5,250 yen at the moment as I, I discovered this morning uh, the pound has got absolutely trashed so 5,250 yen is 37 quid 
So it's thirty-seven pound, nearly forty pounds. Thanks, Brexit. Yeah. So if you're gonna do it, you'd, I would definitely recommend going with a group of people, or mm. you know, see if you can tag into a group. If maybe they're doing yeah. five aside and they need some numbers yeah, or whatever, okay. I don't know. But like, it's definitely not worth paying forty quid just for yourself to go up there and get some photos. Mm. You're gonna want to play a game and probably have a group of people with you. But yeah, if you're into football, definitely uh, check it out. It was also in uh, Volta in this year's FIFA. It was one of the stadiums in Volta. So it was, yeah. I remember playing it, and it looks sick. To be fair, it's like really. Um, it's not just like a random pitch they've slapped up. It's like proper. It's like developed properly. Yeah, and pretty unique as well. I imagine it'd be quite a cool experience to be playing yeah, on yeah. top of a skyscraper in Tokyo. To see like the yeah, it'd be very weird. Well. Be cool. Yeah. And um, obviously, for those people that are smart and trying to comment, what if you kick the ball off the building? <laughs> They've got a cage around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'd be well Just dangerous. Just to clarify that. There's only, there's only two and a half thousand people underneath crossing the road. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. On your head! <laughs> Everyone just locks up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeez. Morgan, you got anything? Um, no, I, I had heard you film a list, but we know. Okay, well, alright. So, this is not something I've ever done, but you might be into it. So, oh God. if you like. I know where this is going. Wait, this wait, is on wait. my list as well. It might not be. It I might think, not be. I think this is what I. If this is what I've got written down. Oh I feel like it's not as bad. I've got two things, though, and it might be one of them, but it's not what I was about to mention. Um, okay, go on. I was literally going shopping. <laughs> okay. No, like, I, it might be the other one then. I think you right. know what it is. Well, Jake can come up next with the, with this thing because it's obviously, you know, he's leading to it and all. So. <laughs> but yeah, if you're into like, and I'm talking like high brand, like expensive, like designer fashion, um, you can get it in Shibuya. There's a couple of different um, like shopping malls in Shibuya that have like all those stores in them. But I think the most famous one, uh, hold on, I wrote it down. Shibuya, Shibuya 109, it's called. It's a massive like shopping mall full of like different little fashion outlets. There's a bunch of shops around Shibuya, but like which is isn't that the one which is like most recognizable from the crossing? Yeah, it's, like, I, th- I think it's directly over. Yeah. Like if you come out of the station, it's like opposite. Yeah, there's like a Forever Twenty One next door to it. If you it's remember, it's like that. it's kind of like a circular building. It's got one yeah. nine written yeah. on it. Yeah, that's it. Going there, and it's not just like it's not just typey stuff. They've also got Japanese normal like lolita and stuff like that mm. in there as well so like the unique fashion to japan is also in there if that interests you yeah. but yeah don't I think know that might be a terrible amount about it because it's not really my kind of thing but i think that might be where the starbucks is as well so if you are going to go in there maybe we're yeah. getting that view of above shibuya crossing yeah. right i feel like jake's been building something up here so <laughs> oh god uh, now i want to clarify this with uh, oh, I know what it is. It's well. just dawned on me. That reaction. <laughs> you, have you not got it written down? Did you not have it written down? I didn't because I thought it would be irresponsible to mention it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to tailor it to every audience. Yeah. So I wrote, it, I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't already guessed what it is, um, Shibuya is apparently a very famous and popular spot for love hotels. Oh. Now, yeah, I <laughs> Uh... Does anyone want to give us a definition of what a love hotel is, or should I take that honor? 
I'll let you take it, you know. Uh, okay, a love hotel is essentially what you'd expect. It's basically just a hotel where you go to like. It does exactly what it says up. on the tin. <laughs> it's like uh, basically yeah. It's it's. I don't think you can actually book in for long durations, and if you can, no. I think it's usually like themed ones. I think like, you pay um, per hour. Yeah, it's like per hour. It's yeah, basically just to, to go football. and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe even ch- cheaper. So I would hope so. I you don't want to be going there with a group, and well, maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so whatever oh, you're into. <laughs> if you want to go with a group, go with a group. <laughs> I can't say with, can't say I've experienced it. Just a, I can't say I ever will experience there. it. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Google, think... Google everything about this because our re- our knowledge on this is going to be very limited. But you do have to have someone to go with, right? It's not just like. It's I not a red light district. So. I don't know, you know. I think some allow you to go on your own. But, but, I get, it, but the they don't supply that? people, right? It's like... No, th- no. There's no. it's not like a yeah. service. So if you go on your own, it's kind of pointless. It's like with, but like, I mean, you unless you just want to have like an hour's nap, you might want to power nap. <laughs> yeah, if you're just in Shibuya and you're a little bit tired from carrying all that like <laughs> oh, shopping around or something. You want to have a power nap for an hour. Or just uh, go, you know, the manga yeah, cafe so... that lets you sleep over. True. <laughs> yeah, but if Choices. you want a quick nap. Different strokes for different folks. Literally. <laughs> oh, don't cases. say strokes. Don't say strokes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, so our, our knowledge on this topic is very limited, but I believe, yeah, as James said, it's a short, fee, a short duration so obviously the fee will be quite cheap, I imagine. Um, yeah, you do you. I would say if you've been there, tell us in the comments. But like, I don't know if I want to hear those stories. So yeah, I don't. Yeah. Tell us about the experience of the hotel itself. Yeah, how are the rooms? Yeah, I want to know what how, like, I want to know about the hygiene in those rooms. Yeah. What's the what's the <laughs> what's the washing schedule like in that? In that I bet place? it's I bet it's dead good though. With it being Japan, I yeah, bet it's like it's so. got to be. It's it's got to be. Honestly, it's probably like the amount of people that probably use them. They've probably got to have like a good cleaning system. Disgusting. And a, like a repeat one as well. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, they, when that much the cleaners on. Oh God. That's a I mean, they deserve pre- like they deserve a blank check. I reckon. As yeah. a pay wage some of the shit they probably have to see and sometimes it's probably literally shit as well oh what like who knows who knows people are into all sorts of mad stuff (laughs) speaking of speaking of wages though that brings me nicely onto my next thing which is again something we um, didn't do but Maybe next time we go. Um, so, there's a place in Shibuya called Nombe Yokocho, which is also colloquially known as Drunkard's Alley. And so, it's an alleyway in Shibuya, a tiny little tight-packed alleyway. Either side of it on the left and right is lined with small little bars um, and then lanterns all the way down. So, it's quite photogenic. It's like when you imagine those like small little lantern lit alleyways in Tokyo this is exactly that 
It's um, like what most photographers yeah, yeah. usually take a photo of when they go to like Japan. I feel like well, I've I've never been, but I kind of want to go and experience it. it maybe yeah. even just to take a photo, or maybe to drink there. I don't know. But apparently, it's really really popular with the Japanese salarymen, which we've discussed before on previous podcasts. Um, so Very little t- personal time, so yeah, just to like to relax and unwind for them i guess um and it's a little bit off the beaten path for like tourists and that it's not like your regular kind of bars the tiny little rooms where like there'll be like one table in there the barman and then like eight or nine people sat around a single table so it's very very close and you've pretty much got to talk to the people that you're sitting with um but i think i think as a tourist it might be quite interesting because yeah. they'd all be like whoa english Go person socialize, yeah. <laughs> you'd be like you'd be famous for a night i reckon <laughs> it could be quite cool probably but even if you're not into like drinking there um i reckon it'll be quite sort of picturesque be cool to get a little photo in the alleyway because especially at night with all the light uh, yeah neon lights and stuff that would look sick especially if it's like rainy as well yeah if it's raining nighttime neon lights banging photos and i'm not 100 percent sure because we've not been yet but you know stay tuned because we might do um, Japan vlog 2 on the way hopefully I'm guessing there's probably seating charges in these bars with them being so small mm. probably not yeah. just paying for your drinks probably seating charges as well so be careful of that like make sure you definitely want to go in and drink before you go in because you'll be paying before you've even sat down um, it'll probably be that type of bar as well where yeah. once you're done they'll just bring a drink over to you automatically without you having to go up again yeah especially if it's salary man because I feel like that's kind of all they do all night <laughs> they come out of work yeah, and probably. they're just drink. there's even like if you google salarymen there's, there's photos of them just like asleep on the floor like in the streets because they don't even bother going home like they'll come out have a few drinks fall asleep drunk wake up and go to work such as the life mental. of a salaryman um, I mean I just imagine that it's the type of bar where once you've finished um, they bring you another drink purely because they probably don't want a lot of people standing up moving around and no, it's yeah, quite a true. small place anyway so they probably just want to keep it as organised as possible I'd love to go to one and find a guy like a salaryman but that can speak English just so I could talk to him about what he does and like his life and that because yeah, I reckon that'd be well, well what, interesting that's what I was going to say before of like if we go this time it probably depends on how good their English is whether or not yeah. we'd be famous it's or not. happened though white glasses White glasses. Shout out to white glasses. Yeah, stay tuned for the Akihabara episode. I'll talk about white glasses in that probably maybe. The legend of white glasses that will be called that yeah. episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got like. Did you guys note down any food places or anything? No. Oh, I forgot to. But I remember the one. Didn't we go to one there? Or was that somewhere else that I'm remembering? Wasn't there a barbecue thing? What, the chicken one where me and Morgan had the ch- chicken? Yeah, yeah. That was in Shinjuku. And annoyingly, we never mentioned. We we missed out the whole Korea town on the Shinjuku episode. <laughs> I Because I forgot it was there. I thought it Same. was in this one. So did uh, I. And when I was doing yeah. the research for this one, I was like, oh, it wasn't in Shibuya. <laughs> you well, we'll cover it, it in this one anyway, because why not? Why not? Sure. I mean, they're next door <laughs> anyway, so. Annoyingly, though, I again this off the top of my head now because I've not made notes on it but I think it's called Shin Akubo is it's actual name 
but it's also known as Koreatown. If you just Google Koreatown, you'll find it. But I, I think, think it's Shinokuba. I think that's right. Um, I think that's right. I think that sounds familiar to me anyway. And that's literally just a whole strip. Like, if you imagine, if you're a Westerner, you're probably aware of Chinatown from wherever mm. you're from. Um, so just imagine that, but Korea. So it's full of stores selling K-pop stuff. Yep. Korean branded things and Korean eateries, like Korean barbecue and all that stuff. Uh, we yeah, yeah, it, it was like, like all... it was heavy on BTS last year when we went. Mm. Didn't we see some one. famous guy? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Was, yeah. yeah um, at one point, I think we were standing outside a shop or something, um, like deciding on where to go for food, and like this like entourage of people walked behind us and we were like oh, I don't know who these are and then like someone who was with them handed us a leaflet and it was any K-pop fans out there it was Impact I think they were called and I didn't like I'd heard of them but I didn't really know who they were but yeah Impact passed us on the street and we didn't know who they were so yeah yeah but they walked they walked right past us so yeah yeah, yeah I remember I remember them walk like some dudes walking past us and then there's just a bunch of girls following them and I was I like made, I made eye contact with one of them for <laughs> the fuck it was <laughs> now you can just become yeah. a fan and then retrospectively freak out about it yeah yeah <laughs> did you know I happened to meet <laughs> such and such F <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> my headset needs charging unlucky just continue without me for now I said continue. Uh, well, we couldn't hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Go check that out. Yeah, if you like K-pop, check that out. If you're in Shibuya, you've gone to the wrong place. Um, Am I right in saying like, some of the shops as well? Because I know like a lot Sorry. of Korean groups and stuff will like um, advertise like skincare products and things like that. There was a lot of shops that sold that kind of stuff as well. Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah. Which is there was like tons of general. K-pop merch, so hmm. I think you guys both got some like BT, oh, yeah, BTS I got, stuff, um, and I got seventeen photos. Seventeen stuff. Yeah, I got a, a yeah wrist strap for my army bomb. Shout out to BTS, which is a light 17. stick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, and there was light sticks and stuff as well from previous like oh, concerts God, yeah. and stuff. We should probably mention, although I think they were like considerably more expensive than some of the other stuff that were in there. Well worth checking out. Though. Um, I've got two more things to mention about Shibuya, which yeah, I'll quickly shoot. cover. So one of them, one of them's a foodie oh, spot. I'm just gonna fix this. One of them's a foodie spot. Um, if you're into sushi, which I'm not, so we've never really sushi. checked it out. But it's apparently pretty famous. It's like the most famous sushi spot in Shibuya, at least. It's called Genki Sushi. Um, and what makes it unique is that you have absolutely zero interaction with any of the staff. So you go in, Oh yeah. you sit down at a table and then they have a, there's a tablet on the table where you place your order. Once you've placed your order, your food just arrives on a conveyor belt and then you take it off and you eat it. And then you leave the money on the table and you leave. So yeah, yeah. if you're not one like, for social interaction, check it out. <laughs> a, yeah. And you're heavily introverted. And just as, a, just as a tourist, you might be nervous about like, you might not know much oh, Japanese yeah. or, or whatever. You don't need to because you can just go in order eat and leave without having to ever interact with anyone which is pretty cool yeah. Yeah, to be honest so. I, don't, I think there's more places like that i don't think just like obviously that one's specific uh, specifically sushi but i think yeah. there's other places that are like that there's, don't just um, sushi. i think 
I don't know where it is, but if you Google Ichigo, or is it Ichiban? Ichiban, it's Ichiban. Ichiban Ramen. Ichiban, yeah. Um, which means number one in Japanese, by the way. Uh, th- that is like you don't, you don't interact with anyone, you don't speak to anyone. You go in, sit down, and it's all like a well, single yeah. booth. So you're in there on your own. You sit in your own little booth. They they have like a window with like a a shield down and then like that slides up they slide the menu out you tick or like circle what you want on the menu slide it back in and then they close their little window prepare the food open the window slide food out so you never see or speak to anyone in that as well that's the same not even the people you go in with because you're in like a one person booth so if you're an introvert yeah sure (laughs) you can but I don't I don't know if you're meant to be talking because I feel like people go there specifically to not have to deal with anyone so I feel like if you were talking to the people next year, everyone would be like, yeah, these fair. fucking guys. If you do, just try and stay quiet, maybe. So It must be so weird to do that, though, because it feels like you kind of, like, it feels almost, like, strict. They're just sliding the menu out, expecting you to, yeah. for you to, like, circle like, something yeah. and asking questions and stuff, which might be what you want, to be honest. I do understand but... it, though, because, like, I know, like, when I'm eating, I'm, like, I get super self-conscious. It's just, like, a, it's, like, a natural thing, but, yeah. It's a good place to check out if you are a bit like nervous about mm. speaking to people or something especially I mean, if even you've... if you're not it might be an experience to, to try yeah, true. if you've gone on your own as well mm. and you're you know yeah nervous about that kind of thing then why not um and the, and the only other place I know down which again is not really my thing but it might be yours is uh the nightlife in Shibuya is apparently pretty tippy top so they got a bunch yeah. of they've got everything from like tiny little taverns which we mentioned before to like uh, restaurants karaoke joints and then nightclubs um, and I like again I didn't really note them down but Circus Tokyo was one that was coming up a lot um, but I would definitely just google around and have a look bunch of different nightclubs that do live performances um, globally recognised DJs to come to Shibuya to perform in those nightclubs so it's not just like yeah, your regular say, I think it's like it's like high end type of yeah, luxury night out type of thing it's proper like legit nightclub stuff yeah. Um, I would just say probably prepare yourself for very steep drink prices because mm. I imagine it's crazy pricey and probably entrance yeah. fees yeah, as well there'll be entrance I'd fees imagine. there'll be the drinks will be ridiculous dress codes probably yeah but if you're into your live like music and nightlife then should be the place to be. Yeah, check it out. And, uh, for me, that pretty much wraps up everything on my list. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, we can maybe go through some of our own personal opinions about some stuff because we've still got a bit of time. Um, so we can probably, unless Morgan, have you got anything else on your list? No, or? it's just Harajuku, but we're doing that in a different episode. Um. Okay, we can probably go into some personal stuff about like what we would want to do what we'd want to see um and i'll start that off with by saying um so i'll jump back to the manga cafes so when or hopefully when me and james go this uh this year um in october hopefully we'll be doing one of these podcasts in them Mm. as a special episode fingers crossed (laughs) uh morgan if you feel up for staying up till three o'clock in the morning to I'll, join yeah, us I'll, for that I'll feel free 
I'll get me manga books. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's like a good place to kind of like I imagine I don't know how it's gonna be. Is it gonna be like a library where you have to be quiet or I'd assume no. you've got your own room now. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine if you've got your own kind of booth you can kinda of do whatever you want in there, but Yeah, the one I looked into had like one of the options because there was different levels of like what you wanted out of it because you don't even have to get a room you can just pay to sit in the like main bit where the books are and reading there but then it went up and up and up but one of them was literally called a media room which was like your own room it had like bean bags and and seats in and then like a computer and all that stuff so i feel like and it, yeah, that was for groups as well it wasn't just for one person so i feel like you've got to be allowed to talk in them surely yeah yeah probably if it's called something like a media room I imagine it probably will be somewhere like you can probably use as a filming location and uh, from what I remember it wasn't that expensive because we looked at it and we were like yeah we could do that yeah I remember you mentioning it yeah I mean even the one I mentioned before like I think it was like two I think even though the mails were more expensive I think it was like 200 yen for 30 minutes which isn't too bad I think like 200 yen is like less than a pound I might get away with female prices you probably could to be fair could. just put they'd some be makeup too polite. on and you'll be fine they'd be too polite to question it though and be like are you though <laughs> so <laughs> did you just assume my gender true you have to learn that phrase in Japanese sure but yeah so hopefully we'll be filming one of the podcasts from that location and kind of giving you a rundown experience of what it's like being in one what to expect what it's like what we have to pay if there is English chapters so stay tuned for that episode yeah. yep um does anyone else want to go into anything um should be a specific you? like the only one for me was Drunkard's Alley I kind of kind of want to check it out I mean, I'm willing to go this time around, just to, again, just to see what it's like. I imagine it would be a less touristy thing than usual, but yeah, that but I feel like intrigues me. I feel like you'd be like, um, like we'd intrigue them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's why it interests me. That's why it interests me because it's like it's not what your typical place would be like, where they're all like, not to say that it's like a rough place, but it's like obviously people tend to handle tourists as like kid gloves. So it might be a bit of a different vibe. Yeah, I reckon is... if you could get, if you could find someone in there that spoke English, you'd learn some well interesting stuff. Like it'd just be a proper Probably, good little yeah. Yeah, chat with about them. their life as as salary men and stuff like that. Yeah. First hand. And then who knows? Maybe we do that, and then we uh, we can tell you all about it in the podcast. Yeah. Or make a new friend and have him on the podcast. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what would be amazing. If we, we got white glasses. Well, that would actually be phenomenal. If that that would be incredible. I wonder if you asked around, how famous is he? If you asked around about white glasses, maybe... Because <laughs> everyone in there so knew him. Everyone we, knew we him. We kind of need glasses. to give a little bit of a... Obviously, no, the no, full no, no. story will... No, come. you got to tune in. you got to keep watching <laughs> if you want to find out about white glasses. Just about, like, what he is. He's a guy, and he was wearing, on the day I met him, black glasses. <laughs> but there's a Stay reason for that. Find out why he's called White Glasses. There's a wild story. He's kind of a local legend, apparently. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, keep watching because I'm not sure when we're doing that episode, but it's gonna, it's coming. It's gonna happen. But what I was gonna say was, it'd be awesome if we got, we went to one, we met some salarymen, and they were down for forming a five-a-side team. 
and then we rented out the stadium on the roof and played a game of football. Brilliant. Please, that would be sick. That. that would be that would be pretty fun. We get all three things. Two, just us two playing a bunch like five a with a bunch of men in <laughs> Japanese men in suits. The yeah, they'd love it though. Yeah. From Liverpool <laughs> as well. Takumi Minamino. They'd be ah, they'd be that would be, that'd be like if life. any of them were Liverpool fans that would be their fucking dream yeah. apart from obviously playing with actual Liverpool players football players well, that would probably be they like... don't know we're in the youth academy they don't know go to the imagine yeah true <laughs> did you <laughs> in the, the youth academy it was like Salah's younger than me but I'm in the youth academy for Liverpool did you mention was it a Liverpool cafe in a um, pub in Shinjuku is that what we mentioned last episode uh, uh, it's in that's Ibisu. not in Shibuya, is it? Yeah, it's in Ibisu. We'll Which we will cover in a future episode as well. I reckon people there yep. would be down to play with you. True. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a just... good point. We could go watch a game, and the whole time we'll just be recruiting people for a five-star <laughs> team. We have to make sure to take our kits with us so that we can say we're in the yep. youth squad. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> young to me. Yeah, but mine's got, mine's got M. Salah on the back. <laughs> oh, mine's got mine's got Virgil, so it might be a bit of a. I am Virgil Van Dyke. Did you not know? The cameras make me look way taller. That would be that would be so funny. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, that would be. It, that, I reckon that's possible. I yeah, like I might find like, some people that down for that. Imagine like. That made someone's that like a salary man's just finished work. He's had a shit day. He's gone to Drunkard's Alley to get a drink. Some Liverpool lads <laughs> turn up who claim they're from the youth squad. God. Start playing five aside with them. He goes home to his wife or his girlfriend or whatever and goes, "Guess what happened to me today?" Like what? I played with some Liverpool football players on five aside. Oh, made this year. It'd be classic. And then they watch this so vlog funny. and they're like, oh. It, if that happens, we are definitely vlogging that. Please. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely going to be a full on oh, 100% effort. We'll set like, like GoPros up in the corners of the cage so we can yeah. film the whole game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, watch us get trashed by some for sick once, Japanese. For girl. once, we would be picked first for football teams because <laughs> <laughs> we're like, like the Liverpool youth squad. <laughs> and then be awful. And then be all absolutely <laughs> dreadful. But it's fine, we were letting them win. We were letting them win. Yeah, it's only polite, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, I'm definitely down to do to do Drunkard's Alley. Please do. Yeah, um, I feel like that's it. Aside from, like, I'd like to go and see the football pitch, but that's if we can get the numbers for it. Do it. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I mean... I honestly it's think probably, I was going to say we could probably go up and have a look but it's, that's probably when you get charged for it yeah like, you unless you can watch up, the people on there maybe maybe you can like watch people play for free but you have to pay to actually get time on there I don't know we'd have to check it out maybe and report yeah, back we'll, we'll, have a we'll see and we'll see if it's possible and put it in the vlog if regardless of what happens but yeah um, I like to go and see the shrine yeah, so I didn't do it last time. Well, I've seen it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Twice. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're watching. We're looking at the shrine. Yeah, take comfortable shoes. That's something I wrote down because, like, it's a big walk. That's Morgan's life advice: is wear comfortable, comfortable shoes. 
It's pretty big, to be fair. The gate's massive. Like I, I mean, I just I just wore running shoes the entire time, and I was mm. all right. But I just wear running shoes all the time anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, it just make sure you're wearing shoes. Oh, I wrote down. Don't go it. Tokyo. It's mental. For that shrine, I can't remember if you mentioned it, but there is an entrance fee in there. Is there? I don't remember paying. I, I think but so. But I also might That's have just That's what Google forgotten. said, but obviously that might change. Well, if you research it and it says there's an entrance fee, well, then yeah. I believe Google... <laughs> just prepare for... If you do go, just prepare for that. Yeah, again, do all your own research before you go. Mm-hmm. The viewers. We can't be held yeah. responsible um, for any false information. <laughs> yeah, all of our information is only valid... Uh, up until the 24th of August 2020 Disclaimer, don't sue us <laughs> you go after that don't sue us if there's not, uh, yeah, don't sue us if there's something <laughs> that we've uh, missed but if there's something there that we mentioned and it was awesome and you had the time of your life and you feel like you want to you know donate then hit us up yeah PayPal link will be in the description the comments <laughs> are open for any experiences you guys had as well yeah, if you yeah, had any good that. experiences at any of these places, maybe not or about the love hotel, something. but you know, that's up to you. Well, I mean, no, the love some hotel. details about the love hotel, <laughs> like not about what happened in the yeah, love hotel, but about the love hotel itself. Maybe ex- <laughs> you know, put a brief description of what that was yeah. like in the description. Not about like a proper sick even. power nap. Fair enough. I mean, I just want to know if they're like if they're just normal like hotel rooms or if they're like some sort of themed ones or something. I think like there's that. probably just... things in the hotel rooms. Yeah, like, like a bed. Well, yeah, but is it like <laughs> is, is it just a basic bitch room? It's gotta be that's super not very basic. romantic, is it? Well, I don't think it's meant to be romantic. I'm being honest. Is it not? Like, like I think they'd let's try a little bit. <clears throat> it might be. I don't know. I've never been in one. And I'm not planning on it, so. So if you've been to one, put that type of description in the comments. <laughs> but that's it. Don't Just put any more. A vague, of like what the hotel actually is, <laughs> please. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you've had any good good experiences at any of these places, or if you've missed anything that is in Shibuya that you've done that you thought was uh, noteworthy, mm-hmm. slap that in the comments below. And um, including yeah, things as simple as like a cool place to eat. That yeah. are, like awesome cool food place to or eat, whatever. cool place to drink, cool place for tourists, cool places for whatever. Basically, just anything you think that you enjoyed when you went there yourself, or you, if you'd enjoyed if you went there. Yeah. And then with that, I think that's going to wrap us up nicely. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned for the next episode, which I think we have decided the town. Have we? Wasn't it the other one Morgan said? Akihabara. Oh, okay. Oh. So the next one is a tantalizing little tease for you. Then white glasses <laughs> is coming <laughs> next episode. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to wait that long for it. Only a, a month. But, you know. <laughs> it could have been much worse. Could have been much worse. So. It could have been. But in the meantime, it could have been watch our last episode, which was on Shinjuku. Yep. Yeah. Do that. Uh, also, don't forget to hit the like button uh, down below. Obviously, leave the comments. Subscribe. Hit the bell so that you get notified when we upload. And uh, yeah, go check out our old videos. But with that, yeah, I'm going to sign out. Done it. Bye.